You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Their relationships with their girlfriends or their wives. Wife. No one. They shouldn't have more than one wife at a time. Welcome back to The Wire for Ramere Friday. Our last piece of today is an excerpt from the latest playbook, um, which you can listen to on the 95BFM website under Bcasts. I spoke to Dr. Marilyn Gouraud, a senior marketing lecturer um, in business and economics about sports washing and its relation to the uh, Women's FIFA World Cup, which is coming up this year. Here she is now. Well, actually, um, sports washing, so all that concept of washing that we saw came come from this aspect is started by greenwashing when we talked about sustainability. So those were all those brands that were trying to be seen as green, but they were not really green. Now we're kind of like moving a little bit away from this. And what we're seeing more and more is this concept of sports washing. So sports, of course, is an area where a lot of people want to be associated with because of all the benefits. Um, so it's a brand that is trying through sports to either increase its brand image um so in the case of saudi arabia we can see that this is what they're trying to do so get a more positive image of their countries or just to try to get some of those good association that sports have of being healthy uh being close to people and all this this excitement so using things that are not um that you're not really normally associated with and using sports to get this either good reputation or good association there is a sponsorship deal between, I think, the Saudi Tourist Authority and the FIFA Women's World Cup. This has led to some mixed reactions. Uh, U.S. soccer star Alex Morgan has called this proposal quite bizarre, um, and it obviously has been linked to the whole sports washing situation. Um, could you give us a bit of background on this deal, or just why it's sort of garnered such labelled so controversial? Well, why it is so controversial? So I think first, for any sponsorship, um, the goal is always for both parties will gain some um, some positive aspects. So of course, the the FIFA will get some uh, quite good like money from sponsorship. So it's quite a good deal if you think just about the money wise for women's sports. I think. That a lot of people agree that it's something that is a very positive thing, putting more money, investing more money into women's sports and especially in football. So I think this part is really clear that a lot of people think it's it's a good thing. It's more what the where the money is coming from and what is behind this decision that people have mixed feeling. So why is it so controversial? Well, I think it's pretty clear that the image or actually the rules in um in south like so visit saudi is really trying to get people to have a better opinion of who they are and establishing themselves also in terms of the sports scene we can see it also with a few of the things they're doing with the with golf etc but so being a bit more present but also changing or kind of like not really actually at, um, they're not really talking about this, but it's the fact that we know love the rules and the women are quite restrained in this country. And now you're trying to associate yourself with a women's sports event where a lot of the women there don't have necessarily the freedom to do, um, even to get a job without their husband consent. So it's really about that. So it's, it's not about the fact that is it a good thing or not. Like I think in general, it's a good thing that we're investing money. It's more who the sponsor is and the goal behind it, or uh, why are they doing 
they're already doing that. Now, Sports Minister Grant Robertson has urged FIFA to consider the empowerment of women and girls amidst this controversy related to the Saudi sponsorship. In this sort of situation, if Saudi were to go ahead and you know have that focus be on empowerment of women and girls, it would still be marked as, as sports washing. Is that quite a difficult to navigate? Well, it is. And um, the thing is, I'm sure there's, Certain, and that's always um, the gray area with a few, and even we saw it, as I said, when we were talking about written washing uh, maybe a decade or two ago, a few of those uh, initiatives are real and they're true, but some of them are actually uh, more for marketing purposes or to, it's kind of, it's not really actual things that are happening. So that's also the problem with all the sports washing is that a lot of the time, um, it's more about, yeah, like making people aware of certain things, but actually in the reality, nothing is really happening. Um, and we saw that, yeah, quite a lot, like I said, in greenwashing a few years ago, like a lot of companies were saying that they were being green and sustainable, but at the end of the day, they were not, or um, they could do so much more. So I think now what we're seeing is the same thing with sports washing as we're seeing a lot of those countries and Qatar does a little bit the same thing as trying to get people to um, to just change for their opinion, of course, be more of um, like and establishing better relations with other countries and not actually changing what is happening there or um, how people are being treated even when they go to an event, for example. So this is kind of the problem with sports washing is that it's it's often more about public relations and marketing and than it is actually about changing things and really um, being proactive in terms of women's sports or um, any events that you want to sponsor. And would you say this is concerning given that at the moment we're seeing quite a rise um, in popularity of women's football in specific, you know, with the Euros and last year and England really pushing, with England winning, really pushing out that reality that uh, girls can grow up and be these uh, these larger-than-life athletes and really, you know, chase their dreams of, of playing on, a, on an international stage at a high level. Well, definitely, and we saw it with just so I think there's it's definitely a problem and, and probably we need to to think more as consumers and as fans about about that, and of course, the media are doing a little bit of their their job in making people uh see those issues, but we saw that even with the FIFA World Cup, how all the um, you know the press conference and a lot of the pre event was more about. Um, Qatar and all their their laws and everything versus the event. The problem is with the FIFA, it, it was fine because at the end of the day, it's such a popular event and it didn't really over uh, comp- like it didn't go over. Uh, it was not too much. But with women's sports, the problem is we want all the visibility to be around the athletes. So I think if we like right now, we're talking a lot more, not about the fact that a brand has decided to sponsor the FIFA and it's a great thing. We're more talking about like why are they doing this and the controversies around this. So that's first for me, that's a little bit of a problem that I see is like we should be talking more about women's sports and those brands were trying to invest money in, in women's sports, which is a really, really good thing, as I said, because 
and you you've mentioned a lot of those points the more money comes into women's sports after well it's easier to develop sports from grassroots or uh, from a younger age and after you can actually get a lot more in terms of events and yeah so those women and those young girls can see examples and role models uh, as they grow so it's very interesting. So it's one thing that is a bit problematic. The other thing is, as I said, is we're seeing more and more of those countries who are doing that. And they're pretty much trying now to uh, get their hands on pretty much all the events that are available. And they're doing this for, for international reputation. They're doing this to establish alliances. And a lot of them are saying they're trying to establish alliances with yeah, Great Britain and UK. So they're doing it for a reason, and at some point we should also be responsible in the way we um, attribute, I would say, probably events and also money in terms of or accepting money uh, from those if they're not actually doing their part or they're not actually as, as good as they say they are. That was Dr. Marilyn Gros from the University of Auckland, a sorry, a senior marketing lecturer of business and economics at the University of Auckland, speaking about sports washing and its relation to the 2023 Women's FIFA World Cup. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com/becasts.